Welcome to the Do The Woo Podcast, where we talk all things WooCommerce and any e-commerce news that affects you as a Woo user. A big thanks to our sponsor, Ahoy, the perfect way to recover and boost your WooCommerce online store's revenue. Their automated marketing message lets you easily create and fine-tune your message box for increased conversions. The combination of giving you more control over cart abandonment, instant upsells, and targeted cross-sells is any e-commerce site owner's dream come true. I'll be sharing a bit more about Ahoy later in the show. Till then, you can get an exclusive 20% off by going to useahoy.com forward slash bobwp and use the code bobwp and now on to the show hey everyone welcome back to do the woo show 29 i don't have my co-host with me today uh brad williams is over in ireland so uh he's not nearby and busy i i imagine he's not doing the woo he's probably doing the pubs knowing Brad. So um, he, he's off enjoying himself. I'm flying solo as far as the host, but I do have the opportunity to bring in, well, I should say an interesting new site done by our guests. I want to chat about around WooCommerce. My guest today is Dale Reardon. How are you doing, Dale? Yeah, very good. Thanks, Bob. Dale has been doing a lot with WooCommerce over time, and I just why don't we have you kind of tell a little bit what you do, and then we'll dive into your new project, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, our uh, story with WooCommerce uh, started with a membership uh, site um, of my wife's where she offers advice for people moving to Tasmania, and that sells um, eBooks and memberships, and we, yeah, built up our skills using WooCommerce on that platform. And then we did use it with a community project um, interlinked with BuddyPress, selling memberships and uh, premium add-on products there. Uh, And, yeah, it just really is due to its flexibility and customization and uh, all the different checkout options that we really like how well it works. Yeah, and I know we've I've had you on my other podcast and we talked a bit about... uh, a few things you had going on there, but I think what's what's very cool is this was so perfect timing because you have a new site that's coming out. You said you're going to be using WooCommerce, and I'm sure you're using some other things in it called Travel for All. And I had a chance to look at it. Uh, you're kind of at the phase right now where you're, you know, we're getting ready to launch type thing. Why don't you let's let's start with explaining what it is and i i think it's obvious probably as you talk about what it is why you started it but it, it's a fascinating uh, concept for a site yeah obviously i'm actually uh, blind myself and use a guide dog so i do have some access requirements when traveling um, within australia he always travels with me um, so needing access to uh, grass for toileting and uh, different sometimes electronic gadgets in the rooms and uh, accessibility and overseas as well. And it was actually when we were in Paris uh, earlier this year and had some major problems with an Airbnb booking in terms of the host having very uh, false, if not fraudulent, information on their listing and missing features that they advertised. 
and also their access information was uh, quite incorrect, uh, that we started to realise the problem of uh, accessible and inclusive travel, not just for disabled people, but uh, you know any sort of mobility or sensory uh, issue, whether you consider yourself disabled or not. Uh, looking at the problem of uh, getting the information you need to plan your travel and um, knowing whether or not you can rely on that information, uh, whether it comes from the owner or whether it's, uh, you know, user reviews that have been left as to whether they're reliable or not. Uh, so the Travel for All site that we're building is going to have uh, some various WordPress um, components. Uh, BB Press will be on there with some forums for advice and support. Uh, at the moment, we're planning most likely to use the WPGO directory uh, plugin to build up the uh, accommodation listings and TripAdvisor-like uh, features. And uh, along with that, of course, we'll be using WooCommerce to um, it integrates with GA Directory very nicely as its checkout um, payment option and the subscriptions add-on for WooCommerce to sell listings and uh, paid reviews and inspections of the properties and yes, all those very and we'll be developing some uh, eBooks as well to uh, sell through Woo. I find that interesting because I you know it's when you're reading, I mean, anybody, you're looking at the features of a hotel, what they say they have available. And, you know, these kind of things seems like, boy, they could make or break you once you get there. If they're, you know, giving you false information, they're not clear about things. And also, I I, I love the idea of, yeah, it's got to go beyond, like you said, you have a, uh, a guide dog and that dog needs certain things too, you know, as far as it doesn't just need to be a dog friendly as far as allowing the dog in the room but there's other things that a dog needs and like you said a grass area you know <laughs> it's not going to help if you're in this huge urban area and what you're going to take them out on the sidewalk in front or something so yeah <laughs> that's right i mean we went to the gold coast uh, recently uh, up there for some startup training with this particular business and yeah it, there's only one uh hotel we uh, stay at because it has grass terraces right out from the room that you can walk onto so whereas the rest of the gold coast and you know, that's a bit like vegas in america yeah it's a concrete jungle um so yet i mean the property in paris that i was talking about to one of the promised amenities that caused us to book there was air conditioning and turned out when we got there the property didn't have any at all um so i mean for, for us that was very you know, uncomfortable in terms of the heat. It was uh, at a hot time, but, you know, for someone with some particular medical conditions or something else, it could really be a serious problem. Yeah, that, that's, I, I wonder, you know, are are you finding, and I, I, I imagine you're kind of at the, uh, not at the point because you don't have the site launched and you're probably not hearing these stories yet, but this apparently might be kind of widespread more than we think that, you know, Yes, things are promised and they aren't always as you find them. And I don't know, have you, has this been something that it sounds like you had this one experience, but has it been something that's kind of added up through other experiences that you've had? Yes, we've actually um, got a survey out at the moment to make sure we're looking at the right things um, before we launch and when we're deciding what we're going to assess uh, properties on. And yeah, people are saying that 
oftentimes and hotels often make a blanket statement saying we've got an accessible room or got an accessible bathroom uh, but everyone has such different requirements you know the size of the wheelchair depending on the size of the person you are uh, whether you're a big or a small person and uh, just your precise mobility abilities in the bathroom or the bedroom so really what we need and we're going to help the properties deliver is far more detailed information so videos of the rooms and precise measurements so you can know whether uh, it will actually work for you or not and i notice on the site that this is going to be a tool or this is going to be a resource for both uh, travelers and for uh, tourism operators. I mean, it's going to be, you know, two pronged, which I can see right away. Was this, when you started the in- inception of this idea, was it one or the other? And then you thought, well, we're doing this. Might as well throw in this part too, because it just makes sense. It's a, uh, uh, it just, it, it will work. Yes, that's actually what happened. We started out thinking all all we were going to do was the uh, assessments and helping the businesses produce uh, better marketing information for people. And uh, then actually in this Startup Accelerator that we're going through at the moment, uh, yes, really got the concept of turning it into full user reviews and uh, TripAdvisor-like functions to get the features for both sides of the uh, transaction. Now, whipping back to WooCommerce, at this point in time, you know, you've used it and you know, you know, the limits, you know what you can or cannot do. Uh, Is there anything that you can think of just looking at, okay, I'm going to be using it for these things that in the past you were, you maybe hit a little bit of a roadblock or you thought, well, you know, I thought it could do this but it doesn't work that well doing this. And now that I'm using it for this particular site, I'm much more, I I know, I know my limitations and I know what will work and what's better to find maybe another solution for that piece. Um, Probably what we've learned most about WooCommerce is, and I know you've had other experts and uh, Woosh Sesh that was just on actually had some sessions on uh, performance. Um, So we've learned that running WooCommerce definitely impacts on the performance of your site. Um, So we are setting up our network here on a WordPress multi-site and running the WooCommerce on a sub-site so that it doesn't impact as much on the uh, other parts of the site. So we are very aware of the performance aspects. And after our experience with the community, uh, we've been using a product that I think you've looked at as well, Bob, uh, called WP Fusion, mm-hmm. uh, which integrates with your CRM system. And it really then lets you do nearly anything you could uh, possibly think of with protecting parts of the site and uh, engaging in email transactions when people visit parts of the site and do certain things. It really turns it into a you know, a very high-powered integrated marketing system. Now, I know you're very hands-on with your site and just we've known each other for quite some time. Are there any parts or any, you know, as you're doing these WooCommerce sites and, for example, as you're doing this, is there any parts that you 
still kind of reach out for extra help or support with? Or do you, you know, after all this time and getting into it, do you uh, find yourself being more and more capable of just about handling anything you run up against? Yeah, I I can uh, handle most of the things, but I found that, uh, and you probably know too, that IT problems can really take up your time and uh, stress and debugging them sometimes. Uh, so that we, we did learn with our last project that as soon as we were able to financially, uh, we employed the services of a WordPress maintenance company um, that then took care of uh, maintaining the site and doing any edits and particularly helping with any code snippets and things like that that were required, um, which just made life running the site so much easier. I We don't get a lot of opportunities on this uh, podcast, and I'm hoping to get more opportunities. We talk to a lot of developers and but we don't get a lot of actually uh, store owners, site owners that are doing a lot of this like you are doing. Uh, what kind of to round out the woo part of this conversation or pertaining to your site, uh, what still do you think um, is your biggest challenge with WooCommerce? Is it still around performance or is there any other little bits and pieces as a store owner that you still, you know, you still, it, you, you it works but you're you still have some challenges with it yeah i suppose i mean you find that you can do nearly anything with woo uh, with the addition of yet another plugin uh, i suppose the one thing that i really wish was in core and i think they should integrate a lot more is the formatting of all the transaction emails and the processing of them we we use some plugins to let us customize all that stuff but um, the, you know, if you're just relying on the core, you have to actually go in and edit templates and things yourselves, which is just not very user-friendly. Um, so I think they should be looking at making um, all those sort of customizations into core instead of uh, requiring you to purchase plugins to do those things. Today's show is brought to you by Ahoy. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Ahoy will take care of both recovered revenue and increased conversions of your WooCommerce store. Creating and controlling the message box is easy. Most importantly, it helps you with those e-commerce conversion hotspots, card abandonment, instant upsells, and targeted cross-sells. They have some really slick reporting features built in to help keep you on top of the game. And of course, excellent customer service. Having written about a lot of e-commerce products around WordPress for a few years now, I can see that Ahoy brings the solutions to the store owner that helps them with the conversions that they need. In fact, I'm positive you'll immediately start seeing an ROI once you have it set up and running. Oh, and how can I forget? Ahoy offers a money-back guarantee if you don't start seeing results in 14 days. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to use ahoy.com forward slash Bob WP and use the code Bob WP to get 20% off any of their plans. So let's get back to the show. Now, as you know, somebody that has to have accessibility, I just want your kind of in a nutshell, and I'm not sure what direction this will go with you, 
But how are you using the new editor, which is, you know, we're dealing with yeah, no what, what yeah. kind of, yeah. So <laughs> what, so let, let's just, um, without going down a rabbit hole too much, uh, what, what has been your experiences with it and just any kind of thoughts on that? Yeah, I haven't seriously, um, started to try and use it. It did have, um, a huge number of accessibility issues, uh, I know a lot. A lot of them have been fixed, but I, I mean, my my personal view with WordPress, um, which we won't get into deeply, but is I think there should be a privacy, a security, and accessibility uh, teams in WordPress that are given a lot more power to, you know, overrule any releases that uh, to maintain the integrity of the platform in those three key areas. Um, so I, I would certainly like to see a bigger uh, focus on accessibility. Um, I mean, the, the sites that you create um, are very user-friendly. We're able to create perfectly accessible sites uh, with WooCommerce. Uh, it really is only when you start doing um, customizations of form fields are the most common thing that websites muck up for accessibility. Um, calendars, uh, a lot of sites do terribly. Uh, the WooCommerce site itself, their support tickets uh, forms aren't actually accessible. Um, on the few occasions when I've had to get support, I have to get my wife to help me fill out the support form. Uh, so they do need to work on that. Um, but yeah, the, the site itself and generally administering uh, in the back end is very good. But yes, I, I do need to explore further and they need to work further on Gutenberg. Yeah, I think a lot of people still are in the same boat as you. Uh, there's, yeah, there's a lot. I, I, myself, I went ahead and kind of jumped into it in the uh, earlier on. I'm, you know, I'm in the dashboard all the time. So I figured I might as well go for it. And I don't have a lot of those working pieces that other people have, especially an online store. So, so I understand the ease people are taking to going into that. Now, there's some other things I want to, a couple other things I want to just chat about. Uh, and one of them is something I, I, I feel like it would be great to get your thoughts on it. And, you know, I, 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 I prefer to just, yeah, have your kind of your, um, in a nutshell, this whole Domino's thing and this lawsuit and with the accessibility. And I know that a lot of people watching Twitter and stuff, there were some people that were, you know, on the accessibility side that said, this is a great win. Others said, this is just the beginning. So what 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 are your thoughts about uh, what happened? Yeah, I mean, essentially what was at stake was um, Domino's um, was arguing that their website and app weren't subject to the Americans with Disabilities Act um, because the act itself was written some over 25 years ago when the internet certainly wasn't in its current form. It was in its bare infancy. So uh, the internet is not actually mentioned in the act. It talks about, you know, public places and uh, business uh, business presences and, you know, other phrases that um, don't relate to online. So Domino's was trying to argue that, uh, you know, that the act relates to the physical world and not the online world. And thankfully, the Supreme Court um, threw that out, uh, from my opinion. Uh, in my opinion, it was a good decision because what it means is that 
you know, us uh, people with disabilities and accessibility requirements uh, can rely upon uh, the Act for protecting our need for accessibility online. And what now what actually happens, I was just reading a legal um, update on it earlier, is that um, Domino's had appealed from the very beginning of the case. It hasn't actually been to trial yet uh, because they took up a, a legal point that the case was without merit and that went all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, so now it's been referred back down to the trial court and Domino's, I don't know whether they'll uh, settle or negotiate or litigate all the way up yet again, uh, mm. gets their chance to argue about how their site should be made accessible and whether certain requirements are too onerous and uh, things like that. But, I mean, the quote they had, um, which was actually contained in the court papers, uh, was to make their whole site and app uh, accessible uh, and considering it hadn't been done properly in the first place, was only going to be around $40,000. And, I mean, in America with the cost of lawyers, who knows, you know, millions or more they might have spent on this litigation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously people are, you know, I've seen some of the comments concerned that, you know, things were going to go overboard. Um, but, I think if businesses follow, uh, you know, the good principles of, you know, user interfaces and user experience design, then doing things for accessibility is going to improve your website for everyone, not just, uh, you know, people with specific um, access technology requirements. Um, and even using uh, Eventbrite uh, yesterday, uh, their website is terrible for accessibility and it's also really poor speaking with uh, my sighted wife for anyone using it. They they don't put the checkout front and centre. You've got to go through so many clicks just to get to a purchase form and all these, you know, different things that they can actually fix to make it easier for everyone. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't been on that site for a long time. I was just thinking of that. But um yeah, those are those are good points and interesting to uh hear the update on that as well. I I yeah, it's it's just this whole thing, you know, and it, it's something that I'd I'd love to um actually have you talk about more on our other podcast sometime around accessibility kind of because I think it's always something good to kind of bring people up to date what's going on in the space and you know what what strides are being made and what baby steps are being made i guess and uh yeah it's a there's a and i'm sure you know it's, it seems like it's you know we're moving ahead really good like with a lot of things and then you know you think are we really that far as we should be so yeah any even if a particular plugin or theme is created to be accessible i mean any designer can you know ruin it in a few minutes if they make some changes and turn things to inaccessible so yeah you have to you know be basically if you use you know standard html and css adjustments and things normally you're going to be fine all the time it's when you start making the site very uh, interactive with JavaScript and things like that, that you can uh, run into problems. And that is obviously the problem with Gutenberg because they've uh, used, you know, a completely new programming framework for uh, creating Gutenberg and people haven't been as experienced with how to make things accessible in it. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. 
Well, before I go, I want to uh, just throw out a few things. Uh, people, listeners may have attended WooSesh. It's the online WooCommerce conference. I know that you said you're a member there, so you'll be revisiting the the, the um, videos that were shown. I, myself, I, I did go to the state of the Woo. I didn't spend time going through the other uh, sessions. And we may have some people on in the future that refer back to that. But I just wanted to I wanted to pull out a few quotes and also encourage people, if you do want to you know, catch this, because it was two days, uh, a lot of great uh, sessions by a lot of really smart people. Uh, you can go to uh, WooSesh and join and get access to all the videos. But in the state of the Woo, uh, Paul, he had thrown out a two or three stats here that I just thought was interesting. He said that actually there's 1 million WooCommerce stores online right now, and that is based on actual sales. So it's not uh, just by traffic or whatever. And it goes by, I believe, when uh, somebody connects with them when they've installed WooCommerce. So that's quite a bit. And they said it's a 40% increase over last year. And one of the things they also mentioned was they have an $11.8 billion forecasted gross merchandise volume for this year. So it, it is forecasted, but based on, you know, their, their data they're getting. And, and he had to point out that at that cost, if it was actually, if you could relate WooCommerce to a country, that WooCommerce would be actually larger than 35% of the world countries, which is, you know, then you can start thinking, well, what if there's this little woo continent of everybody? And anyway, just, that's just a bizarre thought there that I had. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> but maybe, maybe down where you are, that would be, you know, uh, we could make part half of that woo, you know, the woo continent. No, I'm sorry. That <laughs> you don't want that. So, <laughs> And then one of the things I just wanted to um okay, so they the WooCommerce admin, the the plugin they have as is at about six hundred K installs. They're doing a lot with that, and it's um something that you should listen to. In fact, we'll be, I believe, in uh the next podcast or one after that. I'm not I'm not gonna promise, but we'll be talking to somebody at uh woo about that and we'll be at wordcamp uh us talking to them and finally i wanted to just share this is what the vision of woocommerce is and and they get into the details of this and what that means for you but it's for every business who sell anywhere woocommerce is a commerce platform that grows your business while being completely customizable so that's their vision and i would encourage everybody if you hadn't listened i didn't want to give everything away in that uh, state of the woo, but that was, he kind of pulled that apart, Paul did, and explained that a little bit more. And a lot of it um, made sense. And I, I think it's a it's a good future for woo. So we'll see what goes on. But uh, so, and I did also didn't want to give it all away because I know you hadn't watched that yet either, Dale. So you wouldn't have anything to look forward to. Oh, that's okay. Yes, the only thing I wish they would do is bring back the renewal discounts uh, because, yeah, the plugins, you know, get expensive to uh, add the features and it was a very sad decision they made when they took them away. Yeah, and I think they did talk about the marketplace some um, in the State of the Woo and I'm trying to recall some of that 
But I know there has been talk and chatter among different people. And I think that, you know, that Brian Krogsgaard, when he was talking to Matt Mullenweg on his podcast, he mentioned, you know, still talking about that subscription-based with WooCommerce versus buying the plugins and having all these plugins. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, because really when you... You know, lots of sites have to buy, you know, subscriptions add-on and some sort of add-on to do one-page checkouts to make your uh, checkout process as smooth as possible. And, you know, it soon adds up into the hundreds of dollars. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing, you know, people, and then they're coming in at all times of the year too. It's like, you know, oh, I did two this month. I did one this month. And it's just, yeah, keeping track of everything. So it it, it makes sense. And it'll be um, interesting to see how that direction goes. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think we pretty much wrapped that up. And I'm, I'm glad that I was able to get you on to uh, share your upcoming site, because I think that's something that people will want to check out. So why don't you let people know where they can find you? Also, what where they can find that site. And I know that on that site, it looks like you're also asking for um, some feedback through surveys. Yes, we are running a survey uh, at the moment and we'll probably at least either in its present or a, a different form have a survey running a lot of the time. Uh, the site address is travelforall.guide uh, and then that will obviously, uh, as a gets launched, uh, link out to the different components of the platform. And, uh, yeah, the site has our various social media uh, links on there and full contact details for myself if you want to get in touch and share any feedback. Excellent. Well, and I do want to also mention uh, that we will be doing, Brad and I will be doing a podcast at WordCamp US. We're going to have some great news to share. We're going to be at the WooCommerce booth doing the podcast. We'll have that recorded. That will be coming out shortly after uh, WordCamp US. And again, I want to thank our sponsor, Ahoy. Uh, it's a great way to use those targeted messages for on-site cart abandonment, upsells, and cross-sells for your WooCommerce store. If you go to useahoy, that's A-H-O-Y.com forward slash Bob WP and use the code Bob WP, you'll get 20% off any of their plans. So I appreciate their support. And Dale, I want to thank you for joining us today. That's okay. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Bob. Well, that's a wrap for today. Again, I want to thank Ahoy for their support. From targeted upsells to on-site card abandonment, they have you covered for your WooCommerce store. Head on over to useahoy.com forward slash BobWP and use the code BobWP to get 20% off any of their plans. And if you enjoyed the show today, a review or a share is always appreciated. You can follow us on Twitter at DoTheWooPodcast or subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. And make sure and join us again for some Do the Woo.